Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Four points to four-wheel drive you to work on Freo, thanks to the Isuzu D-Max. And you can live your own way in the D-Max. Point one, their season is all but dead in the water. They've got eight games left. They need to win six of them, and the opposition includes away games to Collingwood and Geelong and home games against Brisbane, Carlton and Sydney. Based on the body of work we've seen from the Dockers so far this year, they are not a top eight team in 2023. They had everything on the line against the Dogs, and when it mattered in the final term, they couldn't get it done. There is more work to do here for Justin Longmuir and his team, and the Dockers need to make sure a good percentage of that work is done in the last two months of this season. And point two, six words that make them not a top eight team in 2023, not hard enough for long enough. They were good enough to go with the Dogs for most of the four quarters on Saturday, but when the Dogs split them open, they split them open all of the way. Fremantle need to spend the rest of this season deepening their midfield rotation because when their A-team needed a rest on Saturday and the Dogs were able to put their own A-team against the Dockers' backups, the result was an irresistible surge which decided the game in about five minutes from three decisive centre-square clearances. By this time next year, the Dockers have to have made Matt Johnson, Neil Erasmus and others a regular part of their centre-square clearances. And they need to be able to feel they are losing nothing when those players are in there. Point three, Nathan Fife is in trouble. And the two-year contract extension given to him a few weeks ago is looming as a bad deal. The Dockers need to stop trying to put a half-fit Fife out there and challenge the two-time Brownlow medalist uh, to get fully fit. And if he's not fully fit, he doesn't play. And the kid gloves need to come off with Fife in terms of his disposal. He either improves his kicking or he doesn't play. Whether his sore foot has played a rule in the way he has kicked the ball in the last couple of games, I don't know. But he's gone from being not a great kick to being a substandard kick at AFL level. A couple of his turnovers on Saturday were basically excusable, at, uh, inexcusable at this level of football. The Dockers have to challenge Fife to get fitter and better. Otherwise, they need to just accept that contract extension. The two-year deal he was given earlier this year is just a bad deal. And point four, well done to Liam Henry, putting together his second 30-plus possession game in as many weeks. To be clear, this was not a perfect game from Henry. His disposal wasn't consistently great, and he had a one-armed effort to pull in a slightly wayward Alex Pierce cross-ground kick, then miss the tackle on Bailey Williams, which cost a goal. But Henry is running to good spots, and that includes back into defence. And he's trying to be aggressive with the ball, taking it back inside the corridor when possible. Henry playing like this adds something to Fremantle, and hopefully he can keep it up until the end of the playing year, give him something to build on next year, wherever he is playing. Freo fans, give us your thoughts. 7-8 with a top tough draw ahead. Can they play finals? Are you frustrated? What changes would you make? Again, the Temper at Bedshed text line is open to you. 0487 736 
736. Or you can call us on the open line, 13 12 55.